This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. You're listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. The Afterbuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Afterbuzz TV's Scandal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV Scandal After Show. <laughs> Hello, gladiators. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Bing is... So much to talk about, guys. But Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV show for the amazing, the scandalous scandal. Yes. This is season one, episode six. This episode was called The Trail. But before we do anything else, let me introduce myself. My name is Emil Ennis Jr. You can tweet me at Emilio E. Jr. We all have our phones next to us. So if you want to tweet, tweet at us because we'll look at it. I don't know if we can talk to you right now because we have so much to discuss, but tweet at us. And then I have my wonderful co-host over here. Hi, I'm Sophia Stanley. You can follow me or tweet me at Sophia Stanley. And yes, I have my phone out. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to look at it, but I'm going to try as best I can. And I am Bam Erickson. You can follow me also on Twitter and Facebook. And thank you for the couple of people that has now followed me because you guys were giving me uh, problems because I only had like less than 40, but I'm at 49 now. So Bam. I have 49 followers, so continue to follow me. <laughs> and continue to watch Scandal. Seriously. <laughs> Now let's dive right into this episode. Mm-hmm. Before we even talk about how the episode began, before we even started, they came on the screen. They said the following drama has adult content, and I was like, Ooh. "Oh, I'm ready." Mm. I was like, "I'm ready." And then we drove right in, picked up right where we left off from last week, where Olivia's with the president, and boy, and inside Olivia's house, yes, no security, no security whatsoever. None. Can I tell you, their chemistry is electric. It is palpable. It is, ooh, juicy. Like, I don't even know if for the remainder of the 50 minutes I can keep this um, recap show PG because it's just that freaking good. The thing is, like, it's so wrong. I've been reading reports, like, some comments where they're like, oh, I can't deal with infidelity. Like, I know it's wrong, but it's so right. It's so right. But you know what? And I think, and we're going to get to this as as it progresses, but I think that the way that they shoot it, the camera angles Mm -hmm. from the very beginning, the way that they look at each other, that was actually the first time that I did not view... Fits as the president, and I didn't even actually view Olivia as a fixer. I viewed them as just two people, and I viewed them as two people in love, but in a love in a way that so much was said in the silence, so much was said just by the way that they looked at one another. And so 
I was just there in the moment. But you also do have to realize that he is a married man. So like and and she said, you cheated on your mistress with your girlfriend. I mean, that was deep. I agree, but then he also said he goes, "Don't you ever call yourself you're more mistress. than a mistress? You're more than a mistress." Yeah. And I think that as the as the episode progresses, I think that we understand the value of that statement. Like he really looked at her like, "Don't ever do that." Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Regardless of the fact that we don't live in a we live in a world with complexities, I think that it it highlights back to earlier episodes when he says he's only loved one woman, right. and when he was specifying that that one woman is Olivia. As the episode progresses, I think that is made so apparently clear that they are my new favorite it couple for yeah. any TV show I have ever watched. Seriously. Ever. I totally agree, but I just like to play devil's advocate because <laughs> if this was Real House or one of those reality shows and someone was married and they were cheating, we would look at them differently. True, but True. at this, at the funny thing is though, but I think why I really, really love this show and how I love the opening is at that moment they weren't cheating. Right. He went to her as a friend, yes, a friend with history and with chemistry. No, and they with, were cheating. But, but no, wait, no, no, wait, wait. no, 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 no. At that moment, at that moment in the in the apartment, there's no cheating going on. He He's there. going to her as his fixer, as his friend, because he had to then. Because think about it. What do we oh, learn? He had we to learn tell her about the, the, exactly. The we learn. We yeah. learn. We learn that you know he admits that he did not kill Amanda. <clears throat> Olivia informs him that she's aware of that. But then the most important thing is that he has to to give her the sex tape, the audio of the sex mm-hmm. tape, and then as the episode progresses. You know, we find out that that sex tape is not Amanda right. and the president. It is actually, in fact, Olivia, Olivia and the president. But at that moment in time, there's no cheating going on. And Gladiator's like, we're doing something different this week. Normally, we pick topics and all this stuff. But this week, we're just going to do a scene-by-scene scene breakdown because there's so much to discuss, and we don't want to miss anything. So we just highlight the opening, and yeah. they ended that scene with, you know, you need to listen to the sex tape. Exactly. Then we go to two years ago, <sighs> and we see that they're on the campaign trail, and Governor Grant, Governor Grant is trying to realize what's going wrong with his campaign. And she walks right in and just busts him out. Can we out. talk about her hair being back finally? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her whole sweat, her whole everything, she had on the nice little tight jeans. You could see her booty. It was real. Just, she looked hot. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> It's like a different person. I was like, finally, you don't look so stiff. Like, nice. Mm -hmm. But um, we see that. And then we're there. And I think that was the first time we realized, like, how close Cyrus and Olivia were. Because they were friends even before the president was involved. The president came involved, yeah. And that's what I like to see with this episode, too, that how many people she was involved with before she even got with the president. So it's not like anything that was purposely done. She really did meet the president. It just all kind of happened. I agree. And not only that, I think that the most important aspect of that scene is that he truly, being Governor Grant, you know, former governor of, I think, California, he fell in in love with Olivia upon first sight and at the first moment in which she opened her mouth. And I think it's it's the way that she commands respect, the way that she communicates, the way that she just enters a room, and at that very moment is when it was so apparent that he fell in love with her, which is you know, it plays itself out in the fact that he immediately runs into Cyrus's office and says, fire her. her. Um, Which then, you know, she overhears, and they have, you know, the first of their amazing interactions in the hallway. And yeah, the hallway is what solidified um, 
their true love that first that that love at first sight but i do want to let's 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 go back just a little bit because mm-hmm. she talks about there's no chemistry between there's no their marriage oh. between your marriage and then she even and then they even go and break down the things of like when al gore was considered a stiff uh, a stiff mm-hmm. person and mm-hmm. then how when he kissed his wife how mm-hmm. uh, yeah. how everything you know came into Chipper place gore. and then how uh george bush was relatable because he and his wife and so there was this whole thing i mean she completely changed the dynamics of his campaign yeah Completely, she she is the reason that he then now is the president of the United States, and that's of what I like to see because we heard it's it's like it all connected last night because so many <laughs> things we heard throughout the previous episodes, and we were like, oh, she really is the reason because we see how she kind of transforms his whole campaign. And let's not forget, it's not simply by stating that they have to act like a loving couple. Right. It's the fact that in so much as he fell in love with Olivia, he was able to emote the fact that he was a president in love. Right. He may not have been in love with his wife, but mm-hmm. that's what they needed to see. That's what he was missing, despite the fact that he was young and affable and all those various things. They wanted to see a virile man. He's young and that's what they weren't seeing. But by him falling in love with Olivia, that's what he was able to express and show to, you know, his constituency and as well as to us. I think one of the cool things I like too is with Cyrus, how we saw his interaction with the president before. (laughs) When he basically said, you know, don't fire her. He said something, he said um, when he was talking about I run a sausage factory he was talking about he does all the nitty gritty stuff and he said, it's my hallelujah heroin and reason to breathe. And then it's like Cyrus, he's still that same character, and he's just so... Uh, Snarky, so, yeah, sardonic. Yeah. There's, so many <laughs> there's so many different sides to Cyrus, and we were able to we were able to see his hard side. We were able to see when he's upset with Olivia, mm-hmm. and so we get to see many sides of him, which which is really cool. I agree. I agree. And I think the, one, yeah, I, I agree. And I think one of the most important things is again he expresses that even though he works for the president and he's helping <clears> to run his his campaign, that there is an idyllic nature of the president that he kind of scoffs at, and that's why he has to put him in check. And he says, you know the back alley brawls that's my job the kissing babies and all that that's your job but in order to win this campaign you need me to fight a fight so you go back and you make nice with olivia yeah don't you see how i'm directing us back to the hallway because i need to talk about it let it out let it out oh my goodness no because it's just again i think that you know the manner in which she's just so confident in who she is and she's so confident in what she has to offer she says to him like i'm brilliant like I don't I have absolutely no idea why you would fire me because I am even at this point before she was technically a fixer she was a fixer and in the moment that she's talking the manner in which he's looking at her even before you realize you realize that he loves her and I thought it was amazing and at the moment which when she realizes they, the way her whole energy changes. Right. right, because they had to kind of separate and then they had to walk apart. You right. Know? And they basically, she was like, well, okay, okay yeah. so that's why. We got to get back to work. Okay, yeah. let's just go back to work. All and right. the way that she goes, okay, and he goes, okay, <laughs> it was the cutest thing because regardless of the fact that these are adults, I think that there's a certain aspect of love that is youthful. There's a certain aspect of falling in love for the first time or falling in love again that is so new and refreshing. And that's what Shonda Rhimes was able to show at that moment it's that newness that 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 youthfulness that that remembering when you were a teenager and how nervous it made you and i think that's exactly what they did when they you know were like okay let's go back to work yeah and then we see abby who is staying at olivia's house kind of eating her anger and depression away and baking and that was nice to see a different side of her and then i have on my notes here amanda was in the flashback because i was just shocked i was like oh you know she's not working for the president yet yeah and that's explained later. Yeah. We'll get into that later. But then later on, we see that David is 
basically in the coroner's office and he's looking over Amanda's body and then he calls Alyssa and he says, you know, we're going to have to work late tonight because we need to figure this out. So we're going to get into that too. But I want to skip to the next scene where Gideon and Quinn are having sex. Okay, that is so important. I just have to put a halt on it for just one quick second. Um, You know, again, I think that one of the most important aspects of this show is that so many people are gladiators in so many different ways. And, you know, if Olivia is nothing, she's a fixer. And, you know, not to be corny, but it's Mother's Day on Sunday. And I think that mothers are the ultimate fixers. They are the ultimate gladiators. And just in case, again, everyone, it's Friday and Mother's Day is Sunday. If you haven't yet bought a present for your mom, you know, the ultimate gladiator in your life, you know, go on AfterBuzzTV.com. Go directly to AfterBuzzTV.com. And we have our very own Amazon banner on the upper right-hand corner. So, again, just click on AfterBuzzTV.com. Then on the upper right-hand corner, you click on Amazon. And it takes you to the same Amazon. Amazon.com site that you always go to and click away and buy something for your mom because again, your mom not only is the ultimate gladiator, but because she's the ultimate gladiator, she can slay you if you don't buy a gift. So again, go to AfterBuzzTV.com, click on Amazon.com and make sure that your mother the ultimate gladiator is taken care of. Sorry, I'm cheesing over here. I just got a really good email that you guys will hear about later. Not on this show, but um, <clears throat> so Gideon and Quinn having sex. So normally when we have this discussion about Quinn, I normally just sleep with my eyes closed because I'm bored. <laughs> she bores me. She bores me. She bores me. But last night she didn't bore me as much. But I I'm just have, heavy. But I have to just say she's just a chicken head. Just she's a chicken head. Oh no, you didn't. Why are you calling her a chicken head? She has no clue. She's just a chicken head. Okay, I mean, I, I love that about her. And honestly, I, I in in previous recap shows had said that there was something about Quinn that I thought wasn't authentic. Today, I actually take it all back. She she is so youthful. I'm not sure, you know, what age she's supposed to be. But again, I think it's the newness of love. It's the it's the being with someone and being so organically you. And I thought it was so cute and corny how she was like, oh, my God, no, this is good. Like, this is really good. And then she's talking about, like, the sandwich. Yeah, the grilled cheese. That is so cute. But at the same time, like, she's so, so naive. I mean, and I think it's just the fact that how did she get to where she is now? Thank you. I'm just confused because she just seems so dumb, like the biggest airhead. And I'm like, Quinn, like Katie Lowe's, I really do love your character, though. But how, how did okay. she get there? Cause, yes, exactly. I feel the same way. How how did she get to be with Olivia when she's just clueless and now she's sleeping with the reporter? And, and what has she done? What, what, honestly, what has she done to help so far? I still haven't figured out what her role is. Well, no. Okay, I have nothing. <laughs> no, I mean I could, I could, but I'm going to save it. We had so many juicy things. I'm going to, I'm going to hold that thought. Okay. We're going to keep moving, and, and I actually, I, I know the answer to that. Okay, one. I felt that, I felt that the reporter story was more important than than Quinn because, of course, we're going to talk about that later right. about what happened and when he left her in the bed while he was doing his work. He, he was more interesting than she was. Yeah, right. And we saw that because Gideon says to Quinn that he has a deadline tomorrow, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I guess you know I'll go." He's like, "No, you stay here with your naked, beautiful self, yeah. and you just stay in the bed." And then he goes and starts working on the story, investigating Amanda Tanner, still trying to find something. He starts calling people, calling, 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 trying to figure out what's going on. And, and instead of her laying in the bed, all you know, she should have been had her ear to the door. She should exactly. have been trying to pay attention to what was going I, on. I totally is agree. she that clueless? Oh, this girl, she's oh so good. You know, oh, can yeah. I just say something? Gladiators. No one good These and well. two men must not 
oh my god, maybe I'm the only cornball love muffin, you know, on the recap show today. But it's like, no, there's something about, you know, the newness of what they just did. Like, let's, you know, I'm trying to keep it PG, but there's an afterglow. She's not thinking too clearly. I'm going to give her a pass on this one. After two dates? I'm going, they just all right, we'll move, we'll right, move we'll on. Consummated. Well, right, okay. in the very next scene, Woo! I have to highlight this. Brenda Song, one of my favorite actresses from the Disney Channel, was on this episode. And you know her from the social network. And she plays Alyssa, who is David's assistant, right? Mm-hmm. So she is trying to, or he calls her in so they can try to figure out what happened to Amanda Tanner. And she basically wanted to go out night partying and he's like no I need you to come in so Mm -hmm. she brings him the food they're investigating and then I think let's see David says they have to murder to solve and she says no the coroner says the suicide and he kind of lays out the details and says this is way more than what you think it is and that's when she kind of gets interested and then I think in the final ending of that scene she says okay well if that's the case we need to ask who in the White House wants her dead and that's where it all got. That's where it all got. It, it just started popping off. We go back to the flashback. Back to years. And what I love is when the wife starts talking about um, about the event, and Livia says, "I counted," and she said, "That's why I counted it for you." Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. She gives you those those little one liners, and she just like shuts it down. And then that's where you kind of see where uh, the first lady starts to trust Olivia. You can you can see where she starts to kind of trust her. Like, I don't know, maybe not not in a sense of like she's a girlfriend. Well, I don't know. What do you think? This is the thing. Let's back up a little bit, because the, the next scene that we go to is literally when Olivia is having a conversation with Melly and Fitz and mm-hmm. she's explaining to them. Right. The importance. Right. And I think that not only is she explaining the, the importance, I think that at that moment, that's also when you see that Melly you know, in then the conversation with Melly and Fitz, you realize that just as much as he's running for president, she's running for first lady. Right. And that when they literally, when all you hear is the audio of them fighting yeah. and Cyrus says, oh, that's why they don't speak to one another. Well, even before that, okay. the editing in this scene oh, was goodness. superb because the way I saw it, I felt like I was like a little kid and my parents were fighting and it's like, oh, oh, what's going Oh, oh God, what's going on? And then when we go outside the door and we get that angle, then we go back, jump back in. It was just great and it kind of puts you right in there where you felt like, oh God, like there's so much going on right now. So Completely. And you and it also makes you wonder if they ever loved each other. Right. Because the way that she says like, you know, I had children for you. So and, it's like... And how they've been fighting for 20 years and you just... You, we kind of we saw that obviously there's no there's no chemistry, but we still didn't really get to know why they don't like each other. And I and I think that the problem is, and I think we're going to learn this later, is that when Melly says later on that she very she believes that he's the best person to be the president of the United States of America, I think she wholeheartedly believes that. Yeah. Which is different than he's the best person to be her husband. So she she is putting her she's her, she, she's using her words very um uh she's using the the right words c- completely as well as the fact that later on in, in a scene when they're being interviewed and she states <sighs> that she was you know number one at Harvard Law School again she was first in her class at Harvard Law School and fit he did all right so at the end of the day she I think is fully aware and again we definitely have a theme of strong women but I think that she's very aware that in order to potentially have some semblance of power it would be easier for her to do so as the first lady, first lady. and not possibly as a president as is played out in this episode so brilliantly right which is why the vice president which um we'll talk about that yeah yeah. She, we're, yeah we're gonna get right into that because the basically Olivia helps mold them and she helps mold the president and the first lady 
these things. You know, you guys have to act like you like each other. That's mm-hmm. the bottom line. And so we see this whole montage of the them. scene, the scene with the ice, ice cream. cream. Oh, that was she, the, yeah. I'm just, scene. I'm just having a moment. Keep talking, please. It, it was the perfect scene because she was <laughs> like, know. when we were just sitting there and just me, she was like, do it, do it. Come on, Melly. Come on, Melly. Come on. And then she's like, Ugh. and then the way he kisses her, because I yeah. think that at the end of the day, like he is just a little boy, you know, and he's just so enthused with his process. And I think he really wants to be the president of the United States of America. And, and it showed a sense of humanity to their relationship, even if it's not it's a even if it's a political marriage and not necessarily a marriage based on love. And I think the cool thing was even though you know Olivia was trying to or he was putting on this front like they were actually in love, which we know they found out in love a long time ago. It looks like, but if it was nice to see if they were even yeah even in they were love. even in love. Yeah. But yeah. it was nice to see throughout the episode the infatuation that he has with Olivia. And so even oh though even though he has these moments where you know he's trying to pretend like he's fixing his marriage or that it was never broken, he still has these moments where he's fawning over Olivia. He's like, "Dear God, if I could only be with her right now." And we'll get into the one line, that one sentence that we're all Oh my god, I won't even get there yet, uh, but I think that also too, you know, there was a moment when she basically was like, "Oh, it looks like you're really working on your marriage." And he goes, "You underestimate how good of a politician I mm-hmm. am." That though made me basically be like, oh wait a minute, like wait a minute, like I got it, and and when I when I I watched the episodes as many times as mm-hmm. I possibly can, but when I first watched it, I just thought like, oh my goodness, like how cute he really loves her, and he really wants to make it clear, like you're my girl, yeah. like nothing's happened, but you're my girl, I love you. However, then there was a part of me that said, oh, wait, is he just that good at being a politician that he's able to do whatever he needs to do for his potential end goal? Yeah. And my guess or my answer is yes, he's that good. And we'll talk about how good he is a little bit oh later. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Adult content. Um, but... Then we go on. So after we see how, you know, Olivia has basically transformed the campaign, then we go into Sally Langston's office, who is the VP in the future. Mm-hmm. But in the, run, yeah. and or in the present, I should say, but in the past, you know, she was still running against She's him. She's running against him. And she was like, you know, who is running his campaign? Oh, this is yes. like a different guy. And I like the line she said when she was talking to Billy. She said, it's not God's plan that I lose New Hampshire. Oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> she <laughs> said that with the full force of her being. Seriously. She's like, I have Jesus on my side. <laughs> <I know. laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. So she literally was like, go out and find this heathen who is masquerading as a messiah seriously. because this is some real stuff. I was like, God. <laughs> but then we move on and Cyrus tells the president that they're not going to win New Hampshire because the story's going to break that Melly's having an affair. And I think that's when we were all like, uh, 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 uh what? Right. <laughs> yeah, I was... I was. I de- were you expecting that? Because I no, definitely I wasn't. Absolutely was not expecting that at all. No. And th- this show throws so many twists and turns. And even from the beginning, I I didn't even say it at the beginning. But one thing I like about this show is, like I said from the beginning, I was a gladiator, but I wasn't a full blown gladiator. I was. It was growing on me. Okay. But every single episode gets substantially better than the last. And this episode was just so superb. This one was last week was great, but this one was like four times greater. Seriously? See, no, but, I w- go. No, go ahead. Uh, go. What when they announced the whole thing about the um about the the first lady cheating? Mm-hmm. Did you notice her her reaction, her face? There was she didn't break at all. Yeah. Cold she didn't ice. break at all. We were like, okay, 
normally when someone is cheating, there's some type of reaction or no. Or they're not cheating. Either way, there should yeah. be a reaction. There right. was like there was no reaction from from her at all. She just had like a very just a cold face. Like okay, so did she cheat on it? Like because then we I was thinking like okay, well if she cheated, maybe that's why their relationship or their marriage but she didn't break I I was like okay so did she cheat did she not cheat and then so it was no it was it was was great and I think that it was great then how they progressed the scene how you obviously saw Huck for the first time you saw you know that Olivia had a relationship with him when he was homeless on the street and even before that remember Billy came to visit her in the bar Oh, yes, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. We're going to talk about Billy. Oh, we're definitely. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so neurotic today that we're not going to get to everything important. Because Billy, before we meet Huck, which we got to talk about that craziness. But before we meet Huck, Billy met her in the bar and he told Olivia to concede. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I'm not done playing my cards. I have yeah. plenty left. Like, And I think that's when we first saw, you know, how bold Billy was. Because Billy's like this confident dude. And he's still, you know, trying to tell her to concede, but still ask her out on a date, kind Completely. of. Completely. But continue with Huck. Let's have to so, throw it out oh, there. No, and that was, and, and I think that's important because I think it, it shows how, from the very beginning, Billy thought that he had a leg up on Olivia, mm-hmm. and it, then we come to find out that he hasn't, and that there's maybe an ego attached. Right. It's not simply that his person lost. There's an ego in in, in terms of who's who's lead person in terms of running the can, can, um, the campaign right. one. But then, you know, as the scene progresses, we we meet Huck for the first time. We see that, you know, Olivia had a relationship with him or knew him when, you know, he was on the streets. He then, you know, does what Huck does, which he is the ultimate nerd, geek, geekish, chic. I love, love, love him. Mm-hmm. And he basically finds out that, you know, the person that Melly's supposed to be having an affair with, you know, A, not only is he not having an affair with her, but he basically was in, like, toe erotica movies so yeah. not quite porn yeah. but I'd rather actually be in porn than be in some toe erotica not just kidding mommy just kidding but you know seriously it, and so the way that Harrison is in his house again shows that um, Olivia had a relationship with, with Harrison Harrison is obviously under some kind of um, probation with the um, uh, uh, bracelet on his ankle mm-hmm. um, yeah. thank you and so I think the way that they just shut it down it's also showing that Olivia is building her team and yeah. I like how Abby did her little investigating when she went to the place she was like so what do you guys do here we do, we do feature films what kind of films specialty like, like, <laughs> with her, with, her, with her cupcakes in her hand, <laughs> looking like Brie Bandy Camp. And oh she, my God, good analogy. Um, to gladiators in pajamas. I, I'm not being mean to Quinn. I was just highlighting that you know her character is a little naive, but gladiator in pajamas says Quinn's pretending she's yeah. not really that naive. Yeah, I saw that. So that's how I was, I was chuckling oh, no, over we, here. We are going to have to give a special shout out a little bit later to gladiator in pajamas because her astuteness is on a whole nother Seriously, level. Seriously, we love you. A whole nother level. Love, 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 love. Um. So anyway. After that, the whole toe-sucking thing, he basically... Which, by the way, Harrison had a pivotal role in that scene because, you know, for a while I've been trying to figure out what is his role. He's just a smooth talker. Completely. Yeah, He's absolutely. a smooth talker, like, to to navigate around that. And the way he was, like, sitting there just watching it, like, oh, toe erotica. Like, oh, God. And what was his name? Brock the Mouse Stone. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> It was it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. But after that, um, Fitz is giving his speech, and Fitz says, "You can't capture twenty years in the marriage." And he says to the um, to the analyst, "He says I'm going to say one honest thing. Mm. I'm a man in love with an incredible woman. Tell woman." Me. And then he looks at Olivia. Mm. And in this episode, which we have to talk about, too, silence even in the midst of silence, oh. it said so much. 
I think it was in the silence. The I think silence the emotion was, was the in silence. The silence was great because every time, and we're going to talk about the one minute. Mm-hmm. They, I, I literally counted when they would stand it. When they would, it uh, was so when powerful. They, when they would hold each other and just do embrace, it really was a minute. On it was close to a minute on camera, and each and, one was like the best minute. Of- and there was no, there was nothing but all you could. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm at a lot. Okay. So <laughs> after that scene, he said, "I'm a man in love with an incredible woman," and then we get to the elevator scene. And I have in my notes, whoa. I have OMG. OMG. Oh, okay. That scene was life. It was truth. It was everything that makes TV TV. Because in that moment, I honestly, I was there. Like, I really felt like I was there. I felt like I could feel the energy. I felt like you could feel the electricity that it was, it was (laughs) literally and figuratively pulling them together in the most pure, yet erotic, yet amazing way yeah like oh i, I think, think i'm gonna have to take off my jacket even the editing on that scene i really mm. for, this is the first time i really can say i honestly enjoyed editing in this because yes. it was it was the way they with the the elevator ding but ding. Uh, for, okay for me the elevator scene when the, where there was a ding and then when they were um outside the door and when she opened the door like they're just too close to each other like Somebody, I don't know. I'm just no. It's because I, they're not. But, they can't help themselves, and I think I that's what. She, I understand, but from the wife, I mean, you have to understand too, though. On that night when they got the elevator, everybody was celebrating. They're like, oh, the president's yeah. here. Like nobody's really like, oh, what were they doing in there? If it was like something where they were just getting out of the elevator, and everybody was standing there. They look over there and like. Oh, y'all are kind of close. But it was more, you know, we're celebrating. Oh, hey, Olivia. Hey, Prez. Like, it's not really. And I think it also shows that. And this is the thing is, Olivia, you know, earlier in um, when when um, when Cyrus is explaining to Fitz why Olivia is so important, he actually calls her a political nun. He basically is like she is married to this campaign. Yeah. And, you know, in, in previous episodes when Olivia was being investigated, they said that she is she is she is as pure as they come. Yeah. For her, it's obvious that this emotion that she has and this love and this energy that she has to fit is so electric that she can't control herself. And even though she's not the one moving, it's as if with her with her looks, with the way that she blinks her eyes, with even the the anticipation, she is pulling him towards her. And he knows that even though he's married and even though he's the president, even though he can't, he literally cannot stop himself and i think that the camera angles and the way that they pull up almost from the bottom it's that you you can see that they can't help themselves and there is a force beyond themselves that is literally pulling themselves together and when that door opens i screamed at the tv i i i was they were so so close but then it was even after she like let him out she's like (laughs) like oh god what do i do no i thought she was gonna like collapse seriously i thought it was really i thought i thought it was romantic sexy whatever went the whole hand thing you know like yeah. we, i don't know have you guys all had that moment <laughs> yeah, where like, like when you when you touch her or for you his when you touch the hand or there's like you get chills yeah i, I, well, so, I, I could feel the chills through the teeth having a moment keep talking when when the elevator door opened and then she like stands there and for me why didn't she get out the elevator why didn't she go with them it's because she couldn't contain can. herself she right she needed so, that moment she needed that moment the elevator door closes she literally has to go to the wall I'm like oh god like I can't even contain myself and then it's like ding and we go to commercial break oh like it's perfect it was brilliant literally there are at least that is one of the scenes but that is one of the best three minutes of TV that I've seen in so long and again I think that the reason that it's so amazing is For because me, there's no there's no talking and everything is expressed in their body language 
I mean, I'm still. I know gladiators. We we can't even. Oh my god! It's just it's so much. It's so much that even in our silence, I think you know that we have so much to say. That this show is just like I said, it's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Nothing but the truth. But then we go back to present day, and Gideon is still trying to find you know a lead, and it's so Mm -hmm. funny because he's so adamant with trying to find a lead. I understand he has to meet his deadline, but then we notice he says, "Oh." The dog is with her boyfriend, and then he finds out what street the boyfriend lives on. That helps him, you know, kind of start to narrow down. Then he's like, oh, okay, so I'm going to look here, look here, look here. And then we go to Alyssa, and she figures out that the president, same thing, is sleeping with somebody, or not the president, Amanda, sleeping with somebody in the White House. And then she's trying to narrow it down, looking at all the pictures, and, you know, David's looking at him. And she's like, oh, it must be this guy, because, you know, he's attractive. Look at that smile. And I was like, no. And then we go um, to Olivia Pope, back to the flashback. Olivia Pope and the president, this is the scene, guys, are right outside campaign headquarters. and Or first, they're inside, and then the president drags her. He drags her oh outside God, no, no, into the hallway. We've got to go before that. What's up? But did you notice, though, because remember earlier on in the episode, he basically asked, who are you voting for? Oh, she yeah. She tells him that she's apolitical and that he has to earn her earn vote. Earn her vote, yeah. But in that scene that Emile is talking about, notice what t-shirt she's wearing. She's right. wearing a campaign t-shirt. She is. It's like when a girl, you know, when you're that into your man and you just want to wear his clothes to be close to him, even though technically nothing had happened, to me as a girl, that's what she was doing. She was trying to get closer to him, even though it's just some stock t-shirt t-shirt that probably everyone else had it was so funny too though because like she was so confident when she walked in the room like announcing things and then she gets down the president comes over he's trying to talk to her and she's trying to act like you know hello governor grant and he's like wait wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) speaking of that we didn't talk about how he wanted her not to address him as government but by his name oh no no we haven't got to that yet we haven't got to that yet we haven't got to that yet okay almost there almost there that's on the bus that's oh my god that's on the bus that scene okay so Oh, so they get dragged. He drags her out into the hallway and, you know, they're talking. He's like, you know, I can't do this. You know, I'm married. She's like, I know. You know, I'm running to be president. I know. And he's like, you know, we just need one minute. Just one minute. And, you know, they waited until, what was it? Was it the cleaning crew that was over there or Janet or something that was walking by? They waited until we walked by. And then one minute, like, seriously, that intense moment where they're just staring into each other's eyes just longingly just wanting each other but they couldn't do anything and it was like I could feel like we were all just sitting there I'm sure you had TV like no and again and I think you know did you did you cry no you don't even okay. understand like I have tissues right underneath this desk right here because I'm afraid <laughs> that I'm going to cry in this moment but you know it's not simply that he's asking her for one minute it's that in addressing him the way that she did he felt like overwhelmed that he had to pull her outside and even though he had to express that he's the president even though he had to express that he's married and he can't and she said I know I don't want you to but he said can we just stay in here for one minute and like I'm gonna be Fitz and you're gonna be Olivia like I'm right. not gonna be the, the uh, candidate that was romantic oh I'm my god I, I mean to the point where and again it's like not only are these actors, I mean... Amazing. Dear God. Ridiculous. It's also the way that the scene is shot because, again, it's that they're pulled together by some force of nature that you can't... You, you can't, can't deny. deny. Yeah. You can't deny it. And again, you know, it's almost as if Sorry, cornball. It's like their bodies formed a heart. Like the the space that was between them, if you look at the episode again, it forms a heart. And just at that moment when you need, you need them to connect, 
Who walks in? Melly. And that scene. Okay. So when she walks in, she breaks it up. And then she's like, oh, you know, Olivia, I I don't know what they're trying to dress me in, blah, 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 whatever she says. And then she gives Fitz that look. Like, I... I mean, I mean, but again, it shows that she's known so from the what, very beginning. I was going to say, so we obviously agree that that look that she gave, she basically that. Like, like, I know what yeah. you're doing. I'm also, too, but every woman, not every woman, but I think that the funniest thing about relationships, and I think <clears> this is also in earlier episodes, I think that's also why Cyrus was so upset that he was so unaware that there was a relationship going on. You almost know who your significant other potentially could be into before they do. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, from probably the minute Melly saw Olivia and saw her presence, because if anything, Olivia is the better version of her. Melly's cold. Yeah. Olivia is everything that Melly is in terms of her astuteness, in terms of her intelligence, in terms of her confidence. But what Olivia is, is organic, natural, and soft in such a commanding way right. that you 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 have to be drawn to it. Melly isn't someone that you're drawn to. She's someone you're scared of. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, you're you're fearful of Olivia Pope, but from a place of respect, not from a place of. I mean, yeah, because although men will take her seriously, men are still thinking in the back of their uh, their minds, "You're hot." Yeah, very I want to, you know. Yeah, and she's not an ice princess or an ice queen like Melly. And I'm not saying that Melly doesn't have a right. And again, the way that that she plays this character is ridiculous. Well, we can dive right into what Melly yeah. does because yeah. oh my where goodness. do they go? They go to my home state of Georgia, <laughs> ATL. So they go to Georgia and they're um, in the pie shop. And he's basically, um, you know, going on the campaign trail, you know, trying to talk, look like the down home president. And what does Melly do? Wait a minute. I have to say something. And I was like, what is she going to say? Like, but before you, you remember when they were on the bus mm-hmm. and they were having that whole dis- oh, yeah. uh, the conversation? Mm-hmm. And so. Yes, go ahead. Go keep ahead, talking. No, keep talking. No, I'm let just it out excited. You, you have, you no, 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 no. I can't even. Okay. I can't even. And, oh. and so when they were having the conversation, um, um, we uh, when um, Olivia goes, it's hard to win over women when there's a viable female candidate in the race. Right. We've been waiting a long time. And then it, and then um, and then they basically talk about how you know the the candidate who now is the VP basically she's found God and mm-hmm. used to be possibly a cokehead but once you for, found God all is forgiven and we and, play the rest of the game above the board win or lose exactly but and then, then they ended Melly, Melly's but face. you see Melly and she did a little head cut exactly and not only that you can see her brain working as she is buffing her nails mm-hmm. like that is some cold. Shit. <laughs> Let it out. That is Let some it out, cold girl. Shit. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so, so we saw how far how far Melly went because she went I I mean obviously, did you guys believe her at first? I don't think for a minute I was like, Well, did she really have a miscarriage? But then I was like, mm. The only Absolutely, reason I did-, I did not believe for one minute and the only reason I knew that was because the whole win or lose and she gave the reaction. So to me that that holds that that's to her me that acting sim- was yeah. Impeccable. Amazing, yeah. So, so if you take it in a vacuum, you uh, believe her one hundred percent. But if you look at the president's reactions too, though, and the I president's didn't... reaction, as well as the fact that if you take it and you take all the episodes together, mm-hmm. because we know her character, that's why we're like, no, 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 no. But in the moment, take it in a vacuum. Oh my God, she was. And there you know with what it. that says? I couldn't take. I, I personally, I could not believe it. Only because win or lose, she's thinking in her mind. Okay, we. I'm gonna win. There's no way that I'm not gonna be first lady. And that takes and, us back though when she said, I. 
I'll go to ex- anybody. In oh, this tr- yeah. to extreme, yeah, yeah to extremes, yeah. And then when they're um, there was a saying a couple weeks ago when they were laying in bed, they haven't, they clearly haven't had sex. No. Yeah. So, I mean, I knew for a minute. Okay, she's playing them. She's playing them. She's about to and play she the did woman it well. card. And I want you guys she, to say yeah. the line that she said when she gave him a hug and she, you mm. know, whispered to him. What did she, she say? She hugged him. Yeah. She said, "I think that ought to take care of it, right? Don't you?" I I had to rewind it like four times. I think she said, "I think the hug took care of it." That's what I Mm-mm. got. No, that's not. I don't think oh, so. No, 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 no. I she to means rewind. she means the entire thing. Yeah, the because entire also thing. too, and she's she's so. Oh my god! I I I, I if someone tweet me because I need a I need a word for her. She's my new favorite TV villain. But really, what she was able to do, if you really think about it from the from the political standpoint, is they had specifically said it would be hard for them to win over female voters. And in that moment, she, got she won over female voters yeah. because she basically expressed how devastating their loss was, where the coldness came from, but also more importantly, that her husband, this handsome man, was willing to give up the presidency of the United States of America in order so that they could take care of one another. Yeah. It was brilliant. It was scandalous. Oh, God. But then, so we, we leave Georgia, and, you know, obviously he's happy about that. And we're going to get to the flashback scene. But his reaction was kind of... It was because you could tell... Obviously, we know the backstory, but or we're learning the backstory, I should say. But you could look at his reaction, and he was like, you know, what, what, are, you, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I, I think maybe because maybe he was shocked that she... She would go that far. She would go that far. And the fact it wasn't yeah. true. Yeah. So... And I think just how convincing she was. Like, I think even in that moment, and I think that that's, that leads perfectly up to the next scene because, you know, I think he is very aware of, on some levels, how conflicted he is because on one level, she is the perfect first lady. Like, she is willing to do whatever she needs to do for him to be the president of the United States of America, right. which may or may not make her a good soulmate and or a great wife. They did, a, they did a quick cut and they were like, um, getting was still trying to get the lead and then Alyssa who is David's assistant he says or she made another discovery she was like whoever knocked her up is also the one that killed Amanda Tanner so mm-hmm. we found that out then we go back to the flashback for another great scene Olivia is trying to console the president about the miscarriage and he basically tells her you know that was fake and then <laughs> oh god you know what, what song did I hear on the radio right before I came here say my name I haven't heard that song in forever, and I thought it was ironic oh. that that song came on. Which say my name? Say my name, say my name. I just wanted to hear you sing because you're a singer. <laughs> Sorry. He's a singer, so I that, I just, y'all need to hear him you sing. You tricked me. Yes, <laughs> I did. Uh, that was slick. Um, scandal. Let's... But they were sitting there, and he says to Olivia, say my name. Well, I think even before that, and you know, you guys have have watched us on this on this recap show a couple of times, and you know, I never read. But again, this episode took it to a whole new level. So I'm going to paraphrase, but I need to read this. Yes, yes. You- Basically, she asks, "Is Melly good?" And he goes, "I have grief for the loss of her child." Right. And so then, this is the most important thing: is that she he basically says, like, you know, she's a great catch. And then. Hold on, where is it? I lost it. Um, Oh, he goes, nothing keeps that woman down. Not even a fake miscarriage. She's a real catch. I'm sitting here complaining about my wife. The oldest trick in the book. And then he pauses again. Pauses are so important in this episode. How did I get here? Why didn't I meet you sooner? What kind of coward was I to marry her and not wait for you to show up? Mm. Then, what can she say? She has to gain some semblance of composure, and that's when she says, Governor Grant. 
his reaction was so flip and so perfect. He goes, oh, for God's sake. Yeah. <laughs> We're so beyond this Governor Grant crap. I'm a fan. That's when she he says, just say my name. <laughs> So she is in. literally like, oh my god, no, that's so inappropriate. And he just so Let's like be coyly. Inappropriate. And then in those seconds, you are literally waiting because you honestly you don't know what's gonna happen. Like you want her to say his name so bad, but at this point, like you don't know. Like you don't know if she's gonna say it. And I think that even you can see her working, even I mean her just ability for her facial expressions in the subtlety. And it's almost like she whispers it to him, to herself, to her heart. And then she just says, Fitz. God. Say it again. Say it again, girl. I don't think I can. <laughs> like, this is water in here. I don't know. But then after that, they embrace with their hands. And it was another powerful scene when they focus on the hands. It was like, oh, so we're going to take it there now. Like, But again, and I think that was, the reason. Oh, oh go ahead. Go it ahead. was it was so subtle. It was not dramatic. I, you know, it wasn't the kissing. And it, it was just all you needed was just that nice subtlety. That was just because it was pure. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that one of the reasons I absolutely love this show, one of the reasons I love the episodes and how they're encapsulated in that <clears throat> moment like you go to so many places in that moment I was there with them in that moment I was there in my own head with loves lost loves that haven't been loves that I want like it was so powerful that like I was so overwhelmed with emotion yeah. that I had to like look around and I was like oh my god what's what's happening to me but it was that the emotion was so pure and so raw and so honest that like tears were gushing Seriously. down my face gushing guys the, the next scene though is the scene which caused the adult content but before we even do that I want to talk about iTunes and YouTube guys I, I'm overwhelmed because you are truly gladiators because I we tell you to go to iTunes and rate and comment and subscribe in fact I can't even save this for news and gossip we have been in the top 10 for the whole past week we've been in the top 10 Okay, not only that, we were number one Sunday and Monday. Then, even right now, we're in the new and noteworthy on iTunes. Uh, what's her name? Carrie Washington retweeted us about our new and noteworthy status twice now. Not once. Twice. So... What's up, Carrie? And you know what it is? It's that you guys are gladiators and you are using your remotes and your computers and your <clears throat> smartphones as your sword. And and we applaud you, commend you. I don't know if you guys understand the gladiator reference, but total thumbs up. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just need to do a quick shout out because there are certain people, all of you gladiators are so special to me. Like, I'm a dork. Anytime I read your tweets, like, it, it literally makes my moment. But I have to do a quick shout out to at Love Scandal ABC. Otherwise known as Gladiator in Pajamas. Awesome. So Just awesome. So astute. I mean, she says things where I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? Like in that moment. But literally, whether or not you're a Gladiator in a suit, in pajamas, in whatever you're wearing, by you watching, by you tweeting, by you doing whatever it is you do on iTunes and YouTube, you are saying to everyone that you still love absolutely amazing storytelling. And right. that's what this is. It's storytelling and it's so pure. And even though it's fictional, it's so real because it allows us to emote in a way that sometimes we don't get to in the world that we live in. And, and this is just, to me, great, amazing one hour or without commercial 47 minutes of TV. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. So, gladiators, I love you. I love you. I love you. You make me want to be a gladiator in a suit every day. Seriously. 
We so, should also shout out the new one that just started. Oh, today. we have to shout out Club Scandal ABC. Club Scandal ABC and yeah. ABC Scandal and, fans uh, yeah. who's gladiators in suits mm-hmm. and all the stars in the show. But guys, please share our after show. I know you're talking about Scandal all the time, but you know there's a lot of fans on Twitter who are Scandal fans. So tell them about After Buzz and be like, hey, why don't you go over to iTunes or YouTube? We were having some issues with YouTube last week as far as the upload goes. It's all fixed now, so you can probably catch us on there uh, late tonight or early tomorrow. And you can see our after show, but the podcast should be on soon after. Um, and you can download that rate and comment. Did, so. Columbus, didn't he retweet something you did too? Uh, he may have. You know, so many have been retweeting. You know, it gets a little <laughs> confusing. Well, Columbus, but. you can tweet me anytime. <laughs> I'll respond right away. Um, he's married. But. Okay, then let me rephrase that. Harrison, in my pretend fantasy world, you can tweet me. And All right. President Fitz and Huck. But okay. guys, we're going to go to a quick commercial break and then stay with us because we're going to come back and talk about what was the adult content on this episode. So let's go to that commercial break now. <laughs> hey, everybody. John Comerford here. I've got my Mad okay, Men with got me. Th- Kevin Undergaro. Phil Svitak. For all you fans of Mad Men, we're your AfterBuzz TV hosts of Mad Men. Every Sunday right after the show, 930, we're breaking down the episode. You can also check us out on iTunes and YouTube the following morning. We're going to get into the imagery, the symbolism, the structure. We give you all the information on Mad Men that the other podcasts out there don't. Very insightful. You're going to love it. Check us out. Please. Hello, everybody. We are the L.A. Complex crew, and we are here with Andre Fuller from the L.A. Complex, who plays Caldrick King. And you can catch L.A. Complex every Tuesday night on The CW at 9 o'clock. After that... Come to our AfterBuzz TV show where we do a recap of the L.A. Complex. We talk about Raquel. We talk about sex tapes. We talk about, you know, relationships. And you can catch us live at 10 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, AfterBuzzTV.com. If you can't catch us live, go ahead and swing over to YouTube the next day. You can rate. You can comment. Watch us. iTunes, same thing. Download, rate, comment. And we would love to hear your feedback. And we love to support, guys. So please, please, please support us and support the L.A. Complex. Buzz you later. Guys, this is the After Buzz TV crew for The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Woo! Don't forget to tune in every Monday night at 8 p.m. to see Adrian Barrow, Deanna Vaughn, Susan Hahn, Giselle Ugardi. Buzz you later. After Buzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? All right, guys, we are back. We were just having a quick discussion, trying to figure out how we we're going to discuss this next hot scene that was too hot for TV, literally, and I'll talk about that. Um, so we see Olivia, the president, and Cyrus at the hotel where they're staying. And Cyrus is like, okay, you know, I'm going to bed. What's the schedule for tomorrow? Olivia tells him the schedule. You know, have a prayer meeting. We have a pancake breakfast. You know, all normal. Then Olivia and the president go walk to Olivia's door. She's like, well, this is me. <laughs> and oh god okay again I'm not trying to kill the moment but governor why was there no security walking them in the hallway where was the security I mean you, you don't just let the governor walk into the hotel by himself but you could you have to think too maybe it was at the by the elevator like exactly. securing the floor the exactly. floor itself Okay. I agree. I they were all staying on the same floor. I agree with the mail. They had already secured the floor. Mm. And at the end of the day, though, clearly they didn't secure the they floor did. because they, the video. No. no, they. Okay. You mean the audio? Yeah, you're totally right. He's right. Well, you're I mean, totally they, right. They could have. Yeah, you're right. I'm just you're nitpicking, right. but I, it no, was it was right. still romantic. I like it, but there should have been security walking the governor to his. You know, but if, if they would have, if there was security, then it wouldn't have happened. So right. okay, I'm gonna shut up. So but. the president tells her, tells Olivia to go in her room. And she stands there and she's thinking, mm. 
she's still thinking and then she makes a decision no I'm pretty sure I want some fits right now and she continues to walk down the hall towards his room and that this is another she scene she didn't even put her bag she didn't put in, her bag down in the she, room she brought she carried it right with her can we talk about the editing in this scene because it went from them walking down the hall to them taking off the clothes to them walking down the hall then the door closing then when, when, wait when they closed the door the lamp fell at the same time it's like that so there was moments where they were being passionate and then they were on the oh it was just it was perfect yeah, and absolutely. it's also that they shot it out of sequence which to me made it so, so uh, and one of the things I don't, I, I don't to, think I can do this one I have to mention because you know it was a even though we didn't we didn't see any intercourse any type of nothing but you got the point we got the point and we I, got more than we got the way point. more than the point but I read an interview um, with Shonda Rhimes in the Hollywood Reporter and she was saying that because of the broadcast standards they kind of had to tame that scene down and cut some shots out and really really edit that in a way where it wasn't I've too seen, hot for TV I've seen far worse I just it, you know I what thought it, is? it was beautifully done you know what it is I would I don't know what we didn't see but that scene was so brilliant like it was like an orchestra like it was it was so brilliantly crafted that what we were able to experience like you had every essence of emotion when two people love each other yeah. like you had you know the curse word that I'm not going to say on the internet. They were doing that. They were making love. They were, you know, enjoying each other's presence. They were enjoying a, each other's space. They were breathing each other's air. Like, they were doing the full, like, when you look up intimacy or sex or the word I'm not going to say, all of those emotions were in those scenes. Well, then, the end of the scene, we see the panty drop. And we were like, oh, oh, they're getting to it. But then, what did we see under the bed? We see a recording device. Would you immediately go, oh my God! It all makes sense. And then it all makes sense. So then when she didn't want to hear the audio, of course, she's thinking, why do I want to hear audio of you and some other dude? But right. no, it it's was her. Uh, you. And so we, we, I was like, who's that dude in the van that's listening? And he's, he calls somebody. He's like, oh, you know, I think I found some. That editing, too. I'm, I was so blown away by the editing episode because then it all connected. The music and everything was like moving the story along. And we have this scene where Amanda Tanner gets this USB drive. And they're like, we need you to deliver this to your boss. And we see her boss is Billy because I didn't notice it. First. Oh, my God. What's sorry. Up? What's up? I think I might have breaking news. I apologize. I mean, no disrespect. So, again, because I love Scandal ABC so she is you uh, you are my world I just have to say that you are my world Go ahead. I am reading a tweet right now it. that basically says Scandal Season 2 was just announced by Shonda Rhimes oh god oh god I can't even I can't even oh god no literally oh god. and can I just say something gladiators it is you again I think that you know in life that we have very few choices, you make choices by what you watch. You have choices by what you say. You have choices by tweets and Facebook and uh, messages and things of that nature. And that's what you did. Like, you have just proven that there is still space for good television. Everyone keeps saying television is dead. And I don't care if you watch in real time on ABC.com, on Hulu, watch us on AfterBuzz. It's just showing that it's all possible. And again, Gladiators, I don't care where you are. If you're in LA, DC, New York, we had a Gladiator from Kuwait. You guys absolutely rock. Shonda Rhimes, a whole cast, the whole crew. You it's, know what this it's means, amazing. though? It's amazing. Not only, not only is Scandal renewed, but that means that your crew will be back. We will be back together. Yes. The trio. We will do this. But let's get back to the show. That was excellent news. I'm, I can't even... 
Oh, God, that's so exciting. But, okay, so we see the scene. Amanda delivers something to Billy, right? Mm -hmm. And then Billy takes it. And then um, Gideon's going through the footage at the same time. And he sees Billy in the background kind of whispering to Amanda. So we see that connection. And then um, Billy goes to the president or the VP. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. No, before that, before that. Olivia realizes that she's on the sex tape. That's what happened. Yeah. Right. And then they basically and they basically show what you were saying is that it's you're aware of who Amanda is, but also you see that first little connection between Amanda and Billy. Yeah. Because the way he asks her name and the way she smiles at him, that's a girl who's like, Did oh, you guys know really that cute. she was working on that campaign no. though at first? And that's when I'm no. it didn't make mm-hmm. sense. And I was like, Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. But I think the one of the things I like how Olivia realized it was her because like, uh, uh. And it was like take off your clothes and she's like like that's uh." yeah she was completely done with it it. but i think but you remember how we you remember how we talked about how we didn't really see the vice president a lot and it all makes sense it all makes sense because she was behind trying to sabotage she was she was able um, she was trying to sabotage her component her opponent at the time and then she said okay forget it just leave it alone you know, forget that that. That, really? that biblical reference. I can't quote it because it was Matthew. I, you something. know, lightning might strike me. She was but like, she was like, forget it. She was brilliant. like, yeah. she was brilliant, like, forget it. I'm about brilliant. to be vice president, and she took it yeah. that way. She said, yeah. the Which, weeds and the plants will grow together. And you know, um, and that and that makes sense because you remember when the president and the vice president had that conversation about if you want to be every vice president always wants to be president. So if you want to be the president, you yeah. need the president to support you. So basically, you better get it together, right? Or you're not going to become president. So it and just, you know what I thought about too, which shows that that was always her. Yeah. Right. And then that makes sense because that explains like Billy sees the power that the president has over her. And he's like, no, 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 no. This is not going to mm-hmm. happen. Like, I completely and agree. Then what even, and over everyone. Right. It's not just that. He basically says that he's a philandering <clears throat> faux conservative. So I think that it shows that from the very beginning, he had absolutely no respect for Fitz, the governor or Fitz, the president. So he was actually upset that even his own you know, potential presidential candidate was so, you know, taken by Fitz's charm. Yeah. All right, guys. So we're going to slowly wrap it up here. So Alyssa is trying to figure out who the father of the baby is. And then David kind of just gives up and tells Alyssa to go home. It's a suicide. Like, just give up. Then she's like, we're so close. And then Gideon calls Billy Chambers, who actually answers his own phone. And Billy comes over and, you know, he asks him about his relationship with Amanda Tanner and Billy's like, you know, you're a bumbling idiot. Like, like you guys are all, and you know, that was the first time I really appreciated his characters or the actual actors acting because that scene where he was basically going off on Gideon saying how stupid he was and they're all morons because they can't figure out the story that he has outlined and laid out for them. Like, this is a story you should be reporting. How can you not see it? The president slept with Amanda. There's a, I sent you everything you needed, everything you need and you still can't even figure out. This is the only thing is, I love and hate this scene, and I'm going to tell you why I hate this scene. Why does everyone do that? So you walk into, you let him in your apartment, you basically tell him that he has been basically, you know, orchestrating a conspiracy against the the president of the United States of America. You then say that he potentially got this girl pregnant, and then therefore you're basically saying that he's a murderer. And then you turn your back, dummy. Why did you turn your back? That was so stupid. And why would you invite him into your house? Like, if you have this story... Even though you don't necessarily know for a fact you have all the evidence, I know you have to get your facts straight before you report you're supposed to, but you don't go to the direct person you're talking about that you're trying to take down. And I think, but the funny thing is, and I think that that scene actually shows that Gideon is naive. Yeah, and, and, absolutely. And, and, and that's why the two, uh, that other chicken head, uh, that's why they get along oh, so well. Oh, no, well, no, 
no, no. But remember, now that you bring up Quinn. Uh, yes. <laughs> remember, Quinn went out to get bagels, so Quinn still has to come back. Back, and so she's gonna find him dead. And and I with think scissors. And and I could body. be I could be um, misquoting. So if I'm quoting the wrong uh, follower, then I apologize. But again, and the reason I keep shouting out at Love Scandal ABC, she basically was like, "Oh no, Billy has to kidnap Quinn." Yeah. Like there, there's absolutely no doubt about it. Like that's probably the next thing that's gonna gonna happen because he 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 has to something has to go down and or and i know that we're not really doing predictions or something in her background and someone else said this that potentially um the reason that we don't know quinn's background is that she could have been in witness protection she potentially could have killed someone in her past you may you may absolute sense because there is no background and Okay. So that's somehow that's somehow going to play itself out. But we literally, because we're wrapping up time, we need to go back to the last scene, scene. Oh, with God. the president oh, and, and Olivia. So we one, have to one minute. It was just so. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up oh, in God. one minute, literally, yeah. because it was so powerful. And this is the part I'm gonna admit it. I'm not afraid. I teared up because this was an emotional scene because the passion, the chemistry that these two have. It's like I actually believe that even off camera, those two are hot. I agree. I've seen some interviews with them. Like they are, they have amazing chemistry. And when they sound the stuff, he's like, all I need is one minute. Like, let's go back. Remember that. Remember that when we did that and one minute. And that's really what it is. I think because at the end of the day, you know, I it think that. It was a great way to sum up. And, yeah. and I think that also, too, I think that for them, that's I love you. Like in that one minute, they they're basically saying all that they need to say. It's I love you. It's it's let's just exist in this vacuum where theoretically nothing is going on, but everything is going on. And and it's literally not only did I cry, like I was sobbing because you felt the sadness. Yeah. You felt the loss. You felt how conflicted they were, but how pure their love for one another was. Even just the way that she leans into him and then she she like literally is snuggling into him in the moment that like that's possibly all they have is that one minute. You yeah. know, one, I took it as for me it was it, for me it was like them just saying one minute and this was her goodbye. This was their goodbye. That and that's what I was afraid goodbye, of. And Mr. I agree. President. And I agree. She, she Trust said, me, I yeah. don't even want to talk she about says, that. She called him Mr. President. So for me, it's I not over. That, it's not that, over. It's not over. No, no, no. I feel no, no, that no. that's her way of saying we can't do this anymore. Goodbye, no, President. No, 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 like, no. That's why. But that's why I think that the scene was so emotional because I felt that too. Mm-hmm. Like, and I felt that their one minute is "I love you," and it was saying everything that they have not been able to say, that everything that they have not been able to experience. I think that at the end of the day for lack of a better word, I think they were mourning a relationship that was meant to be. When he had earlier said, like, why didn't I wait for you? Why didn't I meet you first? That's what they were experiencing. So hold on. So speaking of a minute, so first of all, um, we want to give a shout out to all the people who um, who follow us on Twitter, uh, ABC Love Scandal uh, uh, Club, uh, Club Scandal. We are trying to get Columbus short on uh, for the finale uh, next week. So if you guys can all have a mission, our mission is for everyone to go out and to tweet as, as many times as you can asking Columbus Shore to appear on our last uh, uh, episode for which, this season for, for this season because season scandals one. renewed yes I'm so, issuing you a challenge so Mr. Challenge, dance yeah. Machine I'm willing to have a dance off right here at After Buzz so, so if you're not you scared yes. come right here yes we all challenge Columbus please 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 come After Buzz for and, our finale and, episode and everyone, last Friday everyone, so you guys Carrie, please tweet it Carrie Tony um, Bellamy all of you we love you Guillermo everyone we Seriously. love you, we love you, we love you, we love you. Gladiator! 
Stanley. Well, first, before we go, before we go, wait, 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 wait. Okay, tell us where we can follow you. Oh, Sophia Stanley. All one word. Sophia, S-O-F-I-A, Stanley. Bam, Bam Erickson. And at Emilio E. Jr. Make sure you download, rate, comment, guys. We love you guys. We love you, Gladiators. Keep the conversation going. And we got the conversation. We tried. We wanted to. We wanted to give the shout-outs, but sorry, we didn't have no time. We love you guys. From <laughs> Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Season two. Those are the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.